of understanding and using dreams and today we'll be talking about children's issues. I'm George and with me again is Eileen Hi. <laughs> and Gary. Hello. Now I should say that um, most children's um, dreams uh, are about their anxieties, their fears, uh, but also issues that they don't talk to their parents about. Now, you might think you know your children, but think back, how well did your parents know you? And as and I know so many mothers, George, and they're always trying to figure out how to build the child's confidence and their full potential. Yes. And so that they reach their full potential. And, and, and they don't know. What's going on in the child's life? The child might be depressed or angry or being bullied or even abused, uh, but they, they, the child might not be willing to talk about these issues, but they will appear in the dream. So a great way to get to know your child on a deeper level is to share dreams at the breakfast table with the family. Very good. And you will learn and understand your children on a deeper level. You'll be able to help them with their issues and help them overcome their fear, build up their confidence and uh, help them to get their full potential. Very good. Yeah, I mean, um, often I often hear of children having dreams where they're chased by a monster, George, and they wake up from a nightmare and they tell you, oh, I've been chased by a monster. And they're often very frightened of that. And um, have you any advice for a, a mother or a father when the child wakes up from that kind of nightmare? Absolutely. To help the child. Yes. Well, the easiest thing is to um, get the child to go back into the dream. Now, you can, this can be done at any time after having the dream, but it's very simple to do, and children are marvellous. They will go back instantly into the dream. All you have to do is just tell the child, just uh, close your eyes, uh, count up to 10, if you like, and instantly then you'll be back in your dream. So the child will count away, and then you just say, you're back in your dream now. So um, the child then reenacts the dream and it's very simple to do. He just points his finger at the monster ah, yes. and he sees a ray of light going from him to the monster and the monster will change instantly. Uh, it might become a teddy bear or a bunny rabbit or whatever. Yes. Very good. Uh, and the same applies to us all. Whatever we are afraid of, whatever our fears are, or whatever issues we have, it will take on a shape and a form. So in a way, we're sort of facing our fears, George. Absolutely. 
just uh, and overcoming them with this pointing pointing at it and the ray of light yes and if there's an angry animal or whatever uh, the child shouldn't run away uh, but talk to the animal and ask him what's wrong with him what are you I'm I'm an angry animal exactly and what has you angry and so on and make friends uh, with the uh, with the the monster or the um, the animal. So in a way, they're making friends with that with that part of their fear, their own mind, their own self. Absolutely, and uh, this can do wonders for their self esteem ah, and their confidence. Good. Very good. You hear so many dreams that that uh, children have. I know you mentioned before, George, that often. Uh, the birth appears yes. in children's dreams a lot. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I heard a story there um, recently about uh, this. Uh, these two twins, they were twins, yes, um, only about eight or nine, and one of them was particularly angry. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and nobody could understand what was going on. But um, it turned out then that when um, the mother got the child to go back into the dream, it turned out that being a twin uh, can be a complication, you see. Uh, The first one arrives and before there's any bonding goes on at the birth, that child is put aside and then the attention goes on the other one. Yes. And the first child then can feel uh, isolated or abandoned, you see. And, um, and this can um, stay with the child, this feeling of anger at being apparently abandoned. Yeah. But this is the sort of stuff that you're going to see in children's dreams. They quite often uh, reflect the circumstances of the birth and whether they felt welcome or not. And in that case, the mother can then take steps to to make sure that the child knows that they're very much wanted. Absolutely. You know, no. To remedy that, that situation. Yes. A good way is with what we call sleep therapy. This is very simple. You just uh, tell your child a bedtime story. And um, after a while, of course, the child will fall asleep. And then you talk to the child in his or her sleep. Now, naturally, it's an opportunity to tell the child that she's he or she is loved and wanted and very special and so on. And uh, you could then simply ask the child to tell you a dream. And, and then it's very simple. You face the child, you encourage the child to face his or her fears. And of course, it will be an opportunity again, like to reassure the child that uh, he or she is safe and loved and so on and the dream then get the child to change the dream around so that it has a happy ending you know it's not uh, not rocket science you see and the child then will have uh, more pleasant dreams and um, I remember Gary saying to me at one time about this what was it you were saying Gary that it could save a lifetime was it a lifetime of suffering wasn't yes it? yes um, if a, a problem is tackled very early um, it can waylay any future problems the individual may encounter. Fantastic! It really is, and it'll st- It'll lead 
a better chance of a happy life. Brilliant. I have a, a little dream I came across here <clears throat> just on that particular issue. And it's, I call it the elephant in the box room. It, it, it was a dream a lady had all her life. She was having this reoccurring dream. So a reoccurring dream is really telling you it's having a huge effect upon the person. And the dream is trying and trying to solve the problem for the individual. <clears throat> I just read a dream and we see what we're talking about here. Okay. Uh, um, the elephant in the room, She, the, the, the person had a pet elephant in her box room and she was terrified. That's the word she used of her mother finding the elephant in the box room. And she just had this terrible, terrible feeling of her mother coming in and catching the elephant in the box room. So she, over time, unfortunately, the elephant started to grow oh. and get bigger and bigger. And this led to uh, her get into a situation where the, the, the elephant could not in, stay in the box room. So she led the elephant down the stairs and went out into the back garden, had great difficulty getting out through the back door. Right? Squeezing out. Squeezing out through the back door. And eventually, but unfortunately, when she got to the, the, to the back door and expecting a lovely grass um, lawn, which was there, she she met a cold, hard yard. Oh. So uh, this particular dream for this this lady uh, sh showed her mother was very uncomfortable with the pregnancy and was in fear of it and hiding it. And um, when the child was born, she didn't get a good welcome. She got a cold, hard welcome. And... This will have a terrible effect on our personality. How do you feel about that, George? How, how would she remedy that, George? How yeah. could she actually help herself heal yeah. in this case? Well, um, well, a very good process would be um, cutting the ties. And um, this is, um, is called Cutting the Ties of Bind. It's a, it's a book that uh, Phyllis Crystal brought out way back in the 70s. But, um, but she would need to... Um, she would need to cut the ties with her mother, cut yeah. the uh, the negative ties. You see, and uh, and that's not bringing harm to her mother. In oh, any way. absolutely not. It's um, it would uh, it would help her to mother to to love her mother a bit more. Ah, yes, because it's all about getting rid of the resentment that she would carry throughout her life. That her mother wasn't absolutely delighted to be having her. The bit of the cold reception she absolutely, got. Absolutely yeah. yes. So um, it's a very simple process. Um, it involves putting a figure eight around the mother, and uh, you can see if you like a little train going around clockwise around the mother and back anti-clockwise around you, and uh, you release onto the train uh, any resentment that you're carrying from the birth. Say. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And um, and you can do this uh, regardless of whether the mother is still alive or not. And um, it um, it has the the potential anyway to release all the uh, 
all the uh, negative pent up feelings. Pent up feelings. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That that could only have a positive effect on your whole health and yes. happiness and everything. Yes. Can I ask you about a dream, George, that um, I had when I was about, I think it was about nine, I think, nine or ten. And I dreamt I was going up what we used to call the old road and there was the old coaching road. And I was outside a place called Corley's house and it had a black Tarmacadam drive. And I just dreamt I was falling backwards and I felt, oh, I'm going to absolutely crush my head and but then just as I fell to the ground a beautiful downy duvet was under me and that was the dream I was about 10 years old all right what would you make of that well it's a rebirthing dream yes but you always look in a dream for the pawn and uh, can you see the pawn in that dream uh Carl, you know. Well, you use the word coaching road. Coaching road. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it indicates uh, that um, you were born with the ability to be a coach or oh. a teacher or a leader. You've done it before in a former life. Yeah. And you're, you're doing it again. That's why your reverting dream uh, takes place in what you call the coaching road. So in other words, that from the various lifetimes that that we have, we can actually bring talents and so forth with Absolutely, us forward yes. into the next one. And and you will find uh, that um, you will be uh, in your dreams, you will be using your latent abilities or gifts. You might be a painter or whatever, and you might dream of painting or interior decorating or whatever like Whatever your talent, whether you know you have it or not, uh, you'll you'll find yourself using it on whatever uh, psychic or or healing uh, abilities you might have. You'll find yourself using them in the dream as well. That's very interesting. I I have a good friend um, who's a published author, and um, she was saying to me, Shifra um, was saying to me that. all her books that she has written and published were based on dreams. She had Absolutely. every single one of them. Yes. And they were excellent. She's an excellent writer, brilliant Fantastic. writer, absolutely brilliant writer. And uh, yes, every single one she told me when I was telling her about the dream right. um, interpretation, um, yourself and Gary, uh, she was saying, no, I, I every one of my books have been based on a dream I've had. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I have a friend who happens to be a painter. And he often tells me he gets stuck with colours. He, he's looking for certain colours in, in for his painting. And he will often be given the ingredient, the colour to add to, uh, to, make to, it. to make it the right tone or... Sh- oh, perf- or, or the perfect or, shade, yeah. yeah. A, a particular one I remember was a, he, ha- he was struggling with green. And he didn't know how to get the right shade. And in his dream, he was told to add gold colour to the green to get the right shade. And when he added the next day, when he added the gold, it was exactly what he was looking for. And green and uh, colours have a very particular meaning in dreams too. Like the green you said before. Yes, yeah, we came across green uh, several times here now. Well, green has a, a healing effect on the heart. And uh, every dream will have a little healing device built yes. into it. Yes. But so on one level, 
your friend's dream is giving him advice on his job, which is painting. Yes, but on another level, the green and gold uh, are having a wood would be devised to um, to heal his heart. Well, that's 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 very so true. That that combination of green and gold is very healing. He did have problems with his heart. All oh, right. Wow. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's very interesting, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is um, a lot of these new age therapies are based on dreams and uh, color therapy, uh, chromotherapy they call it, is uh, based on the healing effect of different colors. Yes. And uh, in my book, I mention uh, the uh, the meaning and the, the use of colors in one chapter. Color is very important, and the shade of color is very important. Yes, uh, um, a dark green, or like a bottle green, yeah. uh, wouldn't be a very good color. Yes, um, whereas a, a bright green then would be put into the dream to uh, to heal the heart. Yes. Yes. Very interesting. And the gold is a healing. And the gold, yes. Uh, the gold, you see, this combination of gold and uh, and green, you see, uh, people who uh, have the ability to be counsellors, they often dream of green. Yes. Yes. And, uh, and uh, if they dream about gold, then this would also be hands-on healing or energy healing. You see, so your um, your psychic and healing potential will also appear in the dreams. Oh, very interesting. Yeah. Yes. Of course, relationships, back to relationships, uh, dreams, um, a lot of relationship dreams take place in the bedroom. Yes. 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 Because remember, all the uh, rooms, uh, the different rooms of the house represent different aspects of your functioning. Yes. For example, uh, that... Uh, the house is your body, and uh, the kitchen is your digestive system, and uh, uh, the living room, and we saw that with your dream um, about the hearts, uh, that it would be the, uh, the heart and the circulation and so on. But the bedroom will be about your sexuality, your relationships, and, uh, and the reproductive system. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes in your dream, uh, you'll find yourself in bed with some very strange characters. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, it doesn't. <laughs> you might even find yourself in bed with someone of the same sex. But it yeah. doesn't mean that you're homosexual or anything like that. No, these will be what we call healing agents. And they will have the qualities that you need. You see, and um, the reason that you... Um, you find yourself in bed with them or even marrying them. If you're, for example, marrying an older partner, uh, then it would mean that you need to bring some maturity into your life, even though in real life you mightn't fancy that person at all. And I suppose if you're if you are a gay person and you suddenly find yourself in bed with a person of the opposite sex, much to your horror when you wake up, it doesn't mean you're not gay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a but, better rebalancing of your... Yeah, yeah but it's your, a rebalancing of the male and female. Aspects yes. of the brain, I suppose. Uh, yes, the yin and yang, as yes. the Chinese say. 
But anyway, to come back to your bedroom dreams, you <clears throat> if you're having difficulty with relationships or sexuality, take a look at what appears in your bedroom. Okay? And the condition of your bedroom. Okay? Now, if the carpet in the bedroom is dirty, then your understanding of sex is that it's dirty. Mm. Do you understand? Or if there's animals locked up in the wardrobe. You're know, in the closet. In the closet. Yeah, yes. sit in the closet. Um, this will be what you're repressing. You yeah. see. So when you go back into the dream, of course, you'd let the animal free and you'd clean up the floor and get rid of the old bed and get a double bed if it's a single bed and so on. A nice yeah. king-size bed or a queen-size bed. <laughs> but then you'll be sending the message, you see, that this is what you want. Yes, yes. very interesting. Uh, you see, dreams are meant to be interactive. You know, it's not like looking at the television. It's more like dealing with a computer. Yes. You know? Yeah. Uh, it sends you an ideal and you're asked... Um, are you sure this is what you want? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, that's um, that's the end of our little podcast. So, once again... You know, I just wanted to ask a question, George. Maybe the next time we might look at the rules of dream interpretation. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We'll do that the next time. We'll take a look at the rules of dream interpretation. Well, thank you very much for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, you can get us on the website, healingwithdreams.com. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.